Hi everybody, it's Barry from Turning the Page and I'd just like to share that one of the most joyous gifts that we have had as a family over the last couple of years, in fact um, around about 22 months ago, uh, in May 2019 my daughter gave birth to a beautiful little girl called Eliza. Oh she's lovely, <laughs> proud grandfather, proud papa and you know we've just been so delighted to see her grow and develop as a beautiful little child and she has been formed and every time I see her it's like um, there's new changes that have happened in her and um, new words, expressions, confidences, likes, dislikes. It, it's, it's like she's a sponge soaking up everything her world has to offer. You say a word and she learns it. Um, <laughs> and I suppose if we were to look into her brain, we would see incredible neurological growth. Um, she's getting new learnings and new pathways, and even even now at this early age, uh, old ways that once served her well are being disregarded with new ways that serve her better. You know, for a brief moment, um, it was crawling, <laughs> but now that has been superseded by walking, and soon she'll be running. You know, it's no wonder that little children need to sleep so much. All that brain activity going, all that change, you know, the brain needs to sort of catch up and let settle let things settle into place. You know, and I've also found that with adults that are going, you know, when we go through really hard times, um, maybe when we're going through deep therapy, learning new things, we get tired. Uh, there is so much sort of unlearning going on and relearning going on that it, it just takes time and energy. And uh, one of the things I've also found is that there's a, a vast difference between knowledge and knowing. If I've met many people I'd say have, say have a great deal of knowledge but very little knowing. <laughs> you know, they might talk about God, they can quote this theologian, that book, the history, philosophy. But there's actually very little intimate childlike knowing of God. There's a limited awareness of coming to God like a, a loving papa or mama. You know, Jesus, I think, found this all the time. Even his closest followers, you know, they wanted to know who was this, who was the world champion of spirituality. Was it Abraham? Was it Moses? Was it whoever? And today we might ask the same thing. Of our own personal faith superheroes, you know, was it C.S. Lewis, Dallas Willard, Larry Crabb? <laughs> Name your favourite one. And when they did that, Jesus typically threw them a, a curveball. <laughs> at that time, and here's the passage: At that time, G the disciples came to Jesus and asked, "Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven?" And he called a child, whom he put among them, and said, "Truly, I tell you." Unless you change and become like children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever becomes humble like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever welcomes one child, such a child in my name welcomes me. Two words spring to my attention, change and become. And those early listeners would have heard a strepho and genomai. And strepho means to turn or transition or, or to twist, uh, to, to um, convert by changing direction, to go another way, take an opposite or divergent course. 
Janai Mai is to emerge, uh, become, transitioning from one point to another. And the other interesting word is the word for children, patio, a child under training. This child under training, who we are called to be, is going to be doing the twist and turn in its becoming. You know, I like to think of, I'm just thinking about a picture of a pot of clay being formed on a potter's wheel. And you know how it goes around and around and around. And they add a little bit of water here and there. And the fingers work into the pot and the pot responds and moves and shapes. And I kind of like to think of myself as being on that spinning wheel, the twisting, turning. Uh, slowly moving around and um, I feel the influence of the master's hand on my earthly life. You know, they have, meaning God, they have a vision of who and what I will become. And for them it's a, it's a lifetime artwork. <laughs> they press into the clay and I respond. I push back and they pull back. They move in, I move out. And I suppose it's kind of a dance really. You know, something both beautiful and functional is being crafted. I'm being formed. You know, and I am like a child open to their movement and form. In, a, in Isaiah it says that, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all formed by your hand. We are formed. We're in the process of formation. That, that movement around us, that is forming us, who God wants us to be. And the invite as adults is to become like children in training, to admit uh, some of the things we learned as children need to be re-examined with new information. Like, were all your childhood conclusions perfectly correct? Yeah, and we become like children again and again, and we open ourselves up like sponges to new ways of thinking. And uh, Paul in Romans 12 too says, We are transformed by the renewal of our mind. How's your forming going? <laughs> Is it hurting? Is it, are you being moulded? Here's some quotes. Metanote, or change of consciousness, can only come with time. Patience is the very shape of love. Without it, religion is merely about enforcing laws and requirements. And um, this is this next one is from a guy called Turk, Kurt Thompson. And this is on um, a podcast he puts out. I'm being formed every day. I'm being formed by the social media I consume. I'm being formed by my parents. Even if my parents are not even alive, I'm being formed by their memory. And so the question is, what are the things in the world that are going to form me? And uh, David Bennett says that immature spirituality focuses on experience. Mature spirituality focuses on seeing and knowing. Larry Crabb, uh, we, might, we best worship our relational Trinitarian God by actively yielding to the Holy Spirit's slow and sometimes painful work of spirituality, or spiritually, relationally forming our hearts and souls and minds and some questions what's it like to be considered as a lump of clay being molded and formed now, to be a child in training requires a certain openness 
and receptivity to new information. How open are you to the idea that not all your conclusions about life are actually correct? Number three, who has had a positive forming experience on your life of clay? That's my post for this week and I would like you to think about who's forming you, what's forming you, who has formed you, uh, your intentionality in forming yourself, how uh, how God, the Trinity, comes and moulds your lump of clay as in your life. And um, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at barry at turningthepage.co.nz and uh, just love hearing from my readers and um, getting to know you. And um, just a big thank you to everyone who helped sponsor this podcast and vlog and the, and the whole <laughs> turning the page. Just so thankful. If you want to do that, and I just really encourage you to do that, it really does help me. And um, I do need funding to continue to do this. Um, let's go to turningthepage.co.nz forward slash support. Okay, until next week, thanks and be moulded. Be formed.